I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Welcome to episode 11 of the Canto Bite Dispatch. I'm Emily Lind, and with me, as always, my co-host, Brittany Brown. Hi, Brittany. Hello. How are you? I'm good. So, uh, we just watched the trailer for The Last Jedi. Oh, my fucking God. Ah! <laughs> That's how I feel right now. Yeah. Okay, right off the bat, uh, nothing else is happening in this episode. Uh, we're not doing emails, we're not doing voicemails, we're not doing top three, because the trailer just dropped and I can't form coherent thoughts. Ah! <laughs> uh, I'm still shaking. My, my heart rate is going crazy and my doctor... Yeah. Okay, here's where my brain was going into the trailer. Here's how my night went. Okay, so I've been, like, I was refreshing ticket page and refreshing ticket page, and I'm like, okay, they're not up yet, I'm just gonna wait. And then somebody in the Rogue One DM chat went, oh my god, I just got tickets. And I'm like, fuck. So I managed to get tickets for um, the the Alamo, which is one of those theaters that does like dinner and stuff. Which wouldn't have been my top choice, but at that point, I'm like, I just need a ticket, and it's a reserved seat, and it's the 7 o'clock showing on Thursday. I'm going to buy it. And then... I looked for IMAX tickets. The only Thursday night ones were really late. But then there's like a... I, I looked at Friday and I'm like, okay. I bought a ticket for 8.15. I was so excited. I'm looking around. And then I go to put it in my calendar. And I'm like, this is the bad IMAX theater. This is not the real IMAX theater. It's the shitty one. And I wanted to cry. <laughs> so that I was... I like found a showing on the like the good IMAX. The one in like up near Lincoln Center. And I'm like refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. It keeps telling me their seats. And I click on the seat and I click on the ticket. And it error messages and it error messages and it error messages. And then finally I went through the Adam Tickets app and I got it. And I requested a refund on my shitty IMAX ticket. And now I have two tickets and I'm good. Oh my god. That's good. That, that, that's good. But the other thing I did is after I got my tickets, I hadn't eaten because I was just like... You know, I wasn't in the mood, and I barely ate all this weekend because I was at Comic-Con, which we'll talk a little bit about later. I go in and make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Or so I think. <laughs> Until I take a giant bite of my peanut butter and jelly sandwich, and I realize what I've actually made is a peanut butter and salsa <laughs> sandwich. And there was this moment where my mouth and my brain could not reconcile as to what had just happened. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then I realized what happened because I have this like this Harasa salsa, and it's basically the same, like almost the same jack, exact jar as like the strawberry jelly jar, and because it's Harasa, it's like all red with some chunks in it, just like strawberry jam, and I just wasn't paying attention. Because it's Star Wars trailer night, and I was so excited, and I'm like, gotta get back to my computer before the halftime show. I don't know how long it is. Salsa sandwich. How did it taste? Not good. (laughs) Like, if it had been, you know, a salami sandwich or something, or a turkey sandwich with some salsa on it, it probably would have been fine. Salsa does not go with crunchy peanut butter. Oh, you're one of the crunchy peanut butter people? I like smooth peanut butter, but on sandwiches, I like the the textural contrast. Okay, that's interesting. Anyway, that was my night, and then I can't talk or function because I just saw the trailer. So you got tickets. Yes, I got tickets. I was really stressed because I had class tonight. I had my Confronting AIDS class tonight, and of course my teacher sees my t-shirt and he says, oh, are you excited for the trailer tonight? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, I hope class ends early. And I was like, oh, fuck, because I was going to leave early. I was going to do the whole, oh, I got called into work. I have to go. But he fucking blew my cover. And then um, we did get out of class at like 545. That's a three-hour class, so it was only like an hour and 45 minutes. So that was good. But it was really funny because I saw the, the poster like right in the middle of his class. And of course, he said something in the middle of lecture. This is like a lecture hall full of like 300 people. And he's like, so, Brittany, did you see the trailer? <laughs> or did you see the trailer yet? <gasps> and I'm like, uh, no, the poster. And he's like, oh, the poster. And I'm like, sorry for interrupting. And he's such a nice guy. But I was just, everyone around me was like, what the fuck is wrong with her? But yeah, then during class, I was trying to get tickets. Then it wouldn't accept my card. I had to get my card out during lecture. Then it wouldn't accept that. So I'm like, fuck. Then I texted my brother. I'm like, hey, it's not working. Can you do it? He's like, yeah. So thank God for him. And then I got home. And then as I was driving home, I was like 15 minutes from home. He texted me saying, hey, we got the tickets. Okay, sweet. Get home. Stuff a bunch of pizza in my face because I'm going to stress and eat. And that's awful. I know. And then we were sitting in his room and we watched the trailer. And then, and then I was never the same again. Okay, so, all right, what, I don't even know what to talk about first. Let's talk about the poster. Yes, here, let me, let me get up the poster right now. Let me pull it up, because I don't actually, I don't even think I've seen a close-up of it yet. I've seen a couple. I've seen different variations of the poster, like, before it was released, so this one was a little different than the ones I've seen, but I really like this one. I like how you have, you know, Luke kind of, you know, centered in the middle, like, the upper, like, upper part of the poster and then you have yeah like in what i think of as like the vader spot yeah because usually you kind of see the bad guys in that spot so you see luke and you know my one of my theories going into this movie was that luke was going to be bad like remember that really terrible luke theory i had that you know luke was the one that killed the jedi or the the new jedi order or something but it's really interesting because we have you know kind of four centered care actually one two three four five six characters kind of centered so you have luke then you have ray kylo leia then you have finn and poe on the side and those are kind of like the main characters that we see i can't count because i'm so ner- not nervous but but yeah i'm i'm interested we didn't see any porgs in this um poster we do see 3po like holding his arms out which kind of worries me but oh well and then i'm trying to see what else we see plasma plasma phasma a little bit um but yeah 
We see my ginger buddy. We see the we see the Praetorians. Yeah, I have a little closer up. Yeah, we see R2, BB-8, BB-9E. Uh, we see some gorilla walkers at the bottom. It looks like we see some uh, ships too. They look like they're on crate. The whole red, I really like the red. You know how I was talking about, you know, the color the, of The Last Jedi? Do you understand now why I associated it with red? Well, I still just think that's different than associating colors with a movie if it's just, oh, there's red on the poster. I still don't know what you mean by associate with exactly. Like, to me, it's just, oh, yeah, they use red in a lot of the ads. But I don't think of it, like, as an association with the movie. I don't know. I kind of, you know, see, like, you know, the feelings in the movie. And, like, I see kind of, like, the actions going on. And then I just think of color. You know, I just think red. You know, red, like, passion, like, anger. Like, I see a lot of passion and anger and other emotions in this film that are, you know, unlike a lot of different Star Wars films that I've seen. But... Man, I was like going into this thinking I wouldn't like this trailer because I didn't, I didn't really like the last Monday Night Football trailer for The Force Awakens, but fucking hell, man. But no, anyway, sorry, tangent. We're going. We're talking about the trailer. No, we're talking about the poster. And we're going to continue talking about the poster. I, I love that that Leia is like right in the center. I just, it's such a gorgeous shot. She's like looking straight on. She's like, it's, it's her and Luke are the only ones that are looking like straight on. Beautiful. Yeah, I didn't notice that until now. There's, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I didn't see, but you see also Chewie, and then you see Rose. Like, Rose is like one of the minor, or like the smaller characters in this poster, which has me think that she's not going to have like a big role in this film. Same with Holdo and DJ. I I don't know. And then even Hux, too. You know, we don't really, or not Hux, sorry, uh, Phasma. So I'm interested because... You know, we kind of going to this film, we think that, you know, some of these characters are going to shine throughout the film. And I think kind of you could tell by the poster that, you know, these six characters are going to shine. But, you know, the two that are going to the most are going to be Ray and Kylo. Yeah, which I, I mean, is sort of as it should be. Cause it's, I mean, it's definitely their story. Yeah. But, but man, I like this poster a lot. I do too. It's beautiful. I I remember seeing it for the first time in class and just my mouth like dropped. Like I covered my mouth with my hand and I looked over to the guy right next to me and he's kind of a Star Wars fan too. He's one of those people that says he's a Star Wars fan. We were talking about fake fans um, you and me were a little while ago and he's one of those. But yeah, we were talking and... Well, no, it's just people who like Star Wars rather than people who are obsessed with Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, sorry, my wording is awful because my brain's like... Blah, blah, blah. But yeah, like, it was really weird because like, I looked at him and I'm like, oh my god, look at the poster. And he points at Leia and he's like, she's dead. And I'm like, the fuck is that supposed to mean? You don't say that. <laughs> I just kind of looked at him. And then that's when my teacher was like, there was the trailer release yet, Brittany? <laughs> I'm like, um, no. But... Yeah, I, oh, man. What I like about the poster is it's, it's, okay, this is going to sound weird. It's balanced, but it's not symmetrical. Like, I like that, that Ray and Finn are, I mean, Ray and, and Kylo are holding their lightsabers differently. It's not, you know, it's not like a perfect straight down one side, one side. Yeah. But it's still, it still, as a whole, feels really balanced in the way it's it's framed. I agree. I'm trying to get a better viewing of or better poster viewing. 
I can kind of, you know, analyze it a little bit more. But okay, yeah, I got a good picture. So, yeah, and oh, sorry. Like I'm, gl- I'm glad there's no porg in it. Me too. Because the porgs are so cute that I feel like this is a very dramatic poster. And like, yes, you still have like BB9 and BB8, but I feel like a porg is really would be really out of place with the rest of it. Yeah, you see kind of like the color palette of the, you know, the poster. And, you know, I don't know, you could have, you know, probably someone could have put a porg, you know, probably next to 3PO and like the droids on the lower left hand side. But I agree. Like one of the the posters that I saw, um, it had a porg. It had a porg in it. It had one of those uh, crystal foxes. And then it had the space horse. So. I'm interested when that one, or if that one's ever going to be released, but I, yeah, I'm a, I'm a loss of words. Like, you see Snoke's ship in the middle underneath the Leia, and you see, is that three Praetorian guards? Yeah. You know, the only thing that's, I mean, the thing that's weird is that the poster is mostly light side, dark side, except they don't have the right number of characters. So you have Poe on the same side as, as, as Kylo and the Victorian guards and Hawks and Phasma. They're trying to fuck with us. And obviously, I don't, I don't think you're supposed to read anything with that. I think it's just, you know, it balanced Finn. Like, they're on the same line of the poster. And that makes sense. It just... It's a little bit striking since everybody else is divided. Maybe that's the point of the film is that everyone's kind of divided. You know, you have, you kind of see in the trailer that we're going to talk about a little bit, you know, that, you know, Ray and Luke are kind of divided and you kind of see that there's probably hostility between Kylo and Snoke and probably Finn because Finn looks pissed as fuck in that trailer. But, you know, maybe that's what's going to happen in the film is everyone's kind of just, you know, against each other you know, they don't know what side they're on, or they don't even know, like, what is considered a side. Oh, man. But, oh, man. Anything else you want to talk about the poster, or do you want to go just straight to the trailer? Um, I mean, I, I guess let's, let's go to the trailer. I guess, no. <laughs> All right, so. Um, um, let's start, let's just start, okay, overall general feeling you saw the trailer what went through your head i was happily shocked i there was so much darkness in this trailer that you know i wasn't expecting from seeing you know look luke say his first words like you can see his mouth moving on the camera to you see the little porg screaming and fear or agony or something and then at the very end well i'm not going to talk about all of it but I don't know, just all the emotions in the trailer. I didn't think it would be such an emotional experience, but uh, I'm blown away. What about you? Yeah, um, I mean, it, it is a, I mean, it's a pretty fucking dark trailer, which is exciting for me because I'm hoping it's a really dark movie. But man, there's so much there that I wasn't expecting to see. And it's awesome, and I love it. I know. What was, like, the main thing that you saw in the trailer that completely surprised you? Um, 
okay, I'd be sort of going like through it. I guess the there's a couple of really big things that jumped out. One, the whole thing where it looks like Kylo is about to blow up the ship that Leia's on. And you're like cutting back and forth between him and her. And him looking really conflicted about it. While there's a voiceover of like, this is what you have to do to, to become like your destiny or whatever it says exactly. And then of course the, the very end when when you have the Kylo racing. Oh man. I I almost think that that was a flashback. You know, looking back and seeing that, I think probably after the first two times that I I think that's a flashback because, you know, we see those scenes like we saw the scene in the Force Awakens of of Luke kind of, you know, putting his arm on R2 and you see like different color contrast in the background. You see a lot of, you know, red and looks like fire. And we see Ray again, you know, in that scene, she says, quote, I need someone to show me my place in all of this. And you see the kind of that same background. Again, it looks like, you know, stuff's on shit's on fire and everything. And then you see Kylo kind of put his hand out. But I don't know. I just think that's that's it can't be. But if it was a flashback, like, how could it be like, where would that fit into Ray's timeline? She's a lot of talk in flashbacks, I think, you know, she kind of sees, well, I'm trying to think of like what kind of it's kind of hard to explain maybe that's like how she interprets the flashback like you can have a flashback but you're always allowed i guess i don't know in star wars you can do flashbacks and you're allowed to interact with the flashbacks or i don't know but maybe she's going into the future oh, okay that's <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but there's just something about that scene that seemed like weird like i I'm trying to think of like where when you say flash when you say flashback do you think maybe like do do you mean as in like she's watching somebody else's memory like it's not her and Kylo it's Kylo and somebody else yeah okay yeah because you 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 made me think of that that's a good point too you know because at first I was kind of thinking you know maybe she was in this flashback and she put herself in this flashback but then again it probably makes so much sense that Kylo probably put his arm out to Luke and then when Luke said no, he... Because remember when we see Luke um, after he says, it didn't scare me enough this time, and then it does now or something. You see him, like, getting out of something. You see his hand crawl out. So maybe that was Kylo, like, trying to kill him with debris or other shit. Yeah, I assumed that that was the the aftermath of, of when Kylo destroys the... Temple Academy or whatever it is. Yeah, that's like when he when he kills all the little Padawans. I'm assuming or Luke. <laughs> no I'm kidding. But well, I mean, I I think that hand. Yeah, I think that hand coming out is Kylo. Of course, also tried to kill Luke. But if that's true, I like that idea that that Kylo and and Ray would be matched in power, at least close to it. Yeah, and the fact that Ray is so powerful that it scares the shit out of Luke really means something. Because he says, you know, that I've seen this raw strength once before. Who do you think he's talking about? I almost think that he's talking about his father. But I don't think he's talking about Kylo because you know that Kylo is strong in the Force, you know, because he's a soul or he's, an, he's a Skywalker, technically. Like, that's Leia's son. But... 
his father, Anakin, was a chosen one, and he was such a powerful Jedi and then powerful Sith, and then he died, you know, saving Luke. And Luke probably saw that as powerful and probably, you know, the fear of Vader throughout the years that he was still living. But what do you think? Do you think that that was... But see, I don't know, because I... No, I, I assumed it's Kylo because I feel like I wasn't scared enough doesn't doesn't seem like it can be referring to Vader to me. Like, I think it was that, that Kylo's power, when, when it's not just, it's not just how, how much power Kylo had, maybe, that it is, like, it actually is, like, a really raw power because of all of Kylo's rage and everything. And so that, that Luke thought, you know, oh, this is this is my nephew, this is Ben, it's going to be fine, I'm going to be able to, to help him focus this. And he didn't realize just how out of control Ben was until it was too late. So he, like, maybe he thinks if he makes, if he teaches Ray, like, Ray's powers would develop even more, and he, he might be afraid that the same thing will happen to her, that she'll she'll lose control and go to the dark side. Yeah. Who knows? But yeah, Luke, God, Luke look, looks like he's suffering some from like PTSD or space PTSD or just God, like he, he went through a traumatic experience from, you know, everything that he went through with his Jedi Order to training Rey. And obviously there's some conflict there because you see him very hostile towards her. I'm trying to find some more, more quotes. He said something like, Oh, like, don't do this, or this is not a good idea, or... I'm trying to think. Where was that? Oh, this is not going to go the way you think. Like, maybe... I'm trying to think of why Luke would have said that. But the fear in his voice, and I, I believe that we saw him say this too, makes me think that possibly... You know, Ray is going to try to either, oh, it's going to be like Ray's going to try to go find Kylo or like find Snoke or something or try to defeat them both. And then Luke's like, nope, 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 nope. But I don't know. What do you think? I mean, that could be, I still, I can't, I don't know quite what to make of that one yet. But man, okay, so let's just sort of, I don't want to go through like shot by shot by shot, but I mean, just some stuff that really like stood out to us. Um, I do overall, like I'd really love the beginning when it's just like the super quick cut image to image to image um, with the, with the voiceover. I'm assuming it's, it's Snoke talking in the beginning, right? Yeah, it's Snoke saying, when I found you, I saw raw, untainted power, and beyond that, something truly special, and then you see Ray. But, yeah, that, that's definitely Snoke, and then you see... And I love the... Sh yeah, like, you see the... The gorilla walkers. Beautiful. You see some troopers coming in you see this great shot of kylo first you just see the profile and then it's like him bending down and picking up the saber and then we get some ray with the lightsaber and i'm so excited oh 
Man, I know seeing her ignite that lightsaber gave me chills for some reason because I don't know how I feel about, you know, Luke igniting the green or the possibility of that. But, you know, Ray igniting, you know, that historical lightsaber that, you know, once belonged to Anakin and once belonged to Luke and now belongs to her. It's amazing that, you know, she's learning the ways of the force. And yeah. And and one of my favorite shots um, is just that that super close up shot with with her handing the lightsaber over, and you have Luke's robot hand grabbing it, grasping it. Oh, it looks so good, fingers. dude! I know the CGI is on point for this movie. Snoke looked good too, you know, but yeah, man, the, the CGI robot hand. And Luke just looks like I mean, Mark Hamill looks good for his age, but Luke in this scene, he looks so fucking tired. Like, it, I think it's just the, like, him being, like, well, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? <laughs> this was one of the first times, you know, seeing him after so many years. Because, you know, sometimes you see Mark Hamill dressed up as Luke Skywalker, and you say, that's Mark Hamill dressed up as Luke Skywalker. And seeing him act, I was, that's Luke Skywalker. Like, that's, that, that registered in my brain. Like, that's not Mark Hamill. Like, that's Luke Skywalker. And that was such an amazing feeling because... We didn't really get. We obviously didn't get all Luke and the Force Awakens, and now we're gonna get so much more Luke and a character that we've known for over forty years. Well, I haven't because I'm like twelve. But <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 interested in because I I mean I've said this before, on I don't know if how much I talk about it in here, but I've talked about it on other podcasts. I wasn't, I was never a huge Luke fan in the original trilogy. Yeah. Like, he was just never, he was never my guy, because he was kind of whiny and stuff, and I just, like, wasn't super into that. But I love old man Luke so much, and I know we've barely gotten any of him yet, but I, I'm just so intrigued by, by old Luke. I, I am just fascinated by him. I'm really excited to see where the story goes. Yeah, I completely agree. You know, seeing a lot of the mystery between Luke, because we, we've gotten a lot of books and a lot of information about many characters from this new trilogy, but Luke's been kind of the one left out, obviously, because his story is so important to this whole new trilogy. He was training all these Jedi, and they were killed by, supposed to be killed by Kylo Ben, and we get to see his story now. We get to see how he's reacting to all this, what he's going to do, the f he's, he's going to fight or fight or flight. <sighs> but man, I do one thing I really need this movie to have is her telling him that Han is dead. Fuck. Like I I need to see his reaction to Han's death. That's like really important to me that he he at least he at least talks about Han a little bit. I don't know if Ray's gonna actually tell him. I think it's gonna just be something that he knows because he feels the connection between you know Leia and Han, and feel and Leia felt that connection to Han break when he died, and probably Luke felt it too. Or he could feel it talking to Chewbacca because he's obviously gonna see Chewbacca during this film. I don't know when, but. That'll probably be discussed. Well, no, like, like he might know, but I feel like somebody's still got to bring it up. Like, even if he felt it, 
Yeah, she'll probably mention it because she was really close to Han for those couple of moments that they were together. I can't really calculate the time that they were together, but it was probably a while. Yeah, I, it's hard to know how space, like how long space travel takes in Star Wars, because it's differently depending on which storyline you're following at that exact moment. But. Man, let's see. We go to the oh, the gorgeous shot when she's when Ray is up like on that hilltop or mountaintop or whatever, and there's the big pile of rocks, and she's like swinging the lightsaber around, and it's so beautiful. I can't deal with it. I love Ray so much. She's beautiful. She's so into her Jedi training, and the moment when she's like completely zen, just that's when I was intrigued and uh, that's when I was fully in it and seeing Luke react to her her Jedi training and being in total zen mode was haunting seeing him look at her like she's a freak or not just she's a freak but just scared like I saw scared Luke for the first time in how many years like you don't see scared Luke at all you know he you shouldn't see Luke scared like he's a Jedi like you don't see Jedi scared or you're not supposed to but you do. You see a Jedi marrying someone in Attack of the Clones, and that's forbidden. It's forbidden for a Jedi to fall in love. But here, you can do anything, I guess, because... Oh, but I do want to touch up on something. So, someone tweeted about the Jedi braids, and Pablo said... Pablo Hidalgo said something on Twitter to that response, saying, uh, you know, hold on, you'll get some news about this, or he kind of implied that the Jedi braid is coming back. I mean, who knows? <laughs> like we saw that we saw that we saw that thing array early on when she's got like the Qui-Gon looking hair. Yeah. And everybody's like, "Oh my god, she's Qui-Gon's like a daughter or whatever." And I'm like, oh, "Fuck off internet. I hate you." God, do you know what I thought but- when I saw that hair? So, a bunch of girls my age or younger, like, that's the hairstyle, is that, you know, they put part of their hair down, and then they put part of it in a ponytail, and it's the Qui-Gon hair. Like, I've known that hairstyle as the Qui-Gon hair for so long, and so many girls try to, like, that's the fashion thing right now to do. Like, you know, half up, half down, like, kind of party in the back and business in the front kind of thing, but, yeah, that's what I think. But, anyways, what you're saying... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh no I'm just I just I'd be perfectly happy to never see the gross Padawan braid again I almost forgot about like it'd be less gross it'd be it'd be less gross on Ray, but I still I don't I don't approve of it and it's Pablo so who the fuck knows at least he's not like Dave our mortal enemy no I love Pablo yeah, like I I love the fact that Pablo is a giant fucking troll <laughs> it makes me happy all the time. Like, whenever he's just fucking people, fucking with people on Twitter, it makes me laugh. It's great. He is a blessing to the Twitterverse. And the universe. And everything. He just seems like a nice guy. I'd buy him a sandwich. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's see. Then we got some shots of Kylo looking all pensive. And he's got his little space band-aid. His little space, yeah, space banded. I liked him flying his little little tie and scepter. I forget what that's called exactly. We d- we were talking about it a couple weeks ago, and of course I can't think of it. The the 
The si is it the silence sil or the silencer? Um, here, wait, let's see. Through the notebook. And. Dreadnought. Wait, no, that's the pizza one. Um. Yeah, I think it was the silencer. I don't know. I give up. But yeah, so then like you see him and he's obviously like going along whatever ship generally is on. He's aiming it right at her. Right fucking at her and he's hesitating. He's not going to fucking do it. And he's going to run off to Octu and be like, "I almost killed my mom. I want to join you guys." And then I don't know. I see a lot of conflict in Kylo, and I think that he's going to turn or something's going to happen because he's not fully committed to the dark side because he couldn't kill his mother. Like, he was easily able to kill his father, but not his mother. Oh, man. And he's got his... There's a shot when he has his finger, like, right on the trigger. I'm excited to see his piloting skills, too, because you expect the son of Han Solo to be a really good pilot. And you see him kind of, you know, cause blowing up some stuff in space. I, I don't know what planet they're. I think they're above crate. I want to say, or something. But Kylo's gonna shine in this movie. I'm excited for him. I'm excited. I have to say, just that, just that little shot where you see him looking really hesitant about killing oh. Leia. I'm like, oh, Adam Driver is a much better actor than I've given him credit for. Like, I didn't dislike him in that first movie. But I liked everybody else so much that he was, like, bottom of my list. Just because everybody else is amazing. Yeah, I have a lot of respect for Adam Driver, you know, as an actor and as a person. Like, he enlisted in the Army after 9-11, and he was, um, he was stationed... What can I think about? He was stationed, um, like, a hour near me in, I forget... Uh, I'm the worst. I want to look this up because I'm going to feel awful. Oh, Camp Pendleton. Yeah, he was he was stationed at Camp Pendleton, and then he was supposed to go to Iraq, but he got like a shoulder injury or something, and then he, he was discharged, and then he went back to because he applied to go to Juilliard before that and didn't get in, and then he applied after and he got in, and then. He was on Girls with Lena Dunham, which, uh, Lena Dunham, but, you know, he acted on that and a couple other things, and he has so much potential to do so well in this movie, and I'm just really excited to see how he's going to perform in this, because I know he's going to do a good job. Like, you know, we're probably going to get a lot of people saying, like, oh, emo Kylo Ren is back, and I'm probably going to joke around about it because peer pressure, and because I'm terrible at jokes, but just I just want this movie now I uh, want to jump in a time machine and just go <laughs> <laughs> okay but next we get the scene that has already been gift about a billion times because it's all over my twitter timeline and that's Chewie and the motherfucking Porg oh I haven't seen that gif yet I need to look at that right now oh my god I've seen 10 different versions of it already. But, because we got the great Chewy yell that we always get. He's in the seat of the Millennium Falcon. And then it pans over, and there's a little 
Porg perched on what I guess I'm going to sort of assume is like what the Millennium Falcon's equivalent of the dashboard. <laughs> and then the Porg sticks out his little arms and also screams. And goes like, <laughs> no, that was me. But he goes like, Aah! wait, I need to get pineapple. Pineapple, reenact the porg. That's not. Oh, yeah, wait. Yeah, there it is! There it is! My son is so good at acting, but. I, I like to think that that's not a normal sound that porgs make, and that is the porg imitating <laughs> Chewbacca. The porg thinks it's Chewbacca, it thinks it's a Wookiee. I love it so much! Oh, he better have a name. I know. I can't wait for it. It's probably going to be something, like, really cute. And it's going to be on, like, the top list of, like, baby names in 2019. <laughs> no. Or, actually, 2018. <laughs> but I just look at his little face. Like, you see his little fangs, and he's, like, screaming. And then you see, like, Chewie's kind of his hype man in the back. But looks like Chewie's alone on the... On the Falcon. I doubt that he is. I think that's just how this scene is. Or just how, you know, it's shown in the trailer. Probably Poe or Finn is right next. Or even Ray could be next to him. Who knows? But, yeah, I'm looking at just gif of Porg screaming. You see the little arms and then... It's so great. It's cute. Like... <sighs> you know what? I'm going to say this. Like, fuck off if you don't like Porgs. Oh, no, rather this. It's fine if you don't like porgs, but these people who feel the need to, like, shit on it and make fun of people for liking porgs, like, God forbid something that somebody likes something that's just a cute, silly little thing. It's okay to like cute, silly little things. It's fine. Get over yourself. It's fine. Let other people like things. I know, I'm a little guilty. At first, I kind of thought the overhype for the porgs was a little too much, but... Then I kind of warmed up, and then I got pineapple, my son, and then I saw the porg in the trailer, and I screamed. Like, I felt bad. I always, I was watching the trailer with my brother, Rusty, and I always feel bad when I just overhype or over-scream, because I, I share my emotions a lot through yelling and through screeching, but when I saw that porg, I was like, ah! <laughs> it was literally me. And then I was like, oh god, I'm sorry, but he didn't say anything, but he was like, oh, the porg! The porgs. The porgs, and then you see the space fox. You don't see the space horse, but you see the f space fox, and it's beautiful, beautiful crystal-like fox. You can't find that anywhere, only on crate, 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 crate. Oh, man, I want to go to crate. And we get some like super, we get some super intense Poe. Yeah. Where he looks like he is like fucking in I've said fuck so many times this podcast, but he looks like he is in charge, man. Because he's doing this, like, we're going to do this, and we're going to bring down the First Order. Yeah. And it looks intense and awesome, and if Poe dies in this movie... I'm not even going to complete that sentence, but... Uh. Poe can't die. Poe can never die. He needs to be immortal, because he's amazing, and I love him so much. Yeah. I'm looking at, someone just made a gif of Poe kind of looking angry, and, oh, you can see Billy Lord in the background. You 
see your little buns. I didn't notice that until now. But I I was thinking a lot looking back at that Entertainment Weekly article talking about how Leia's kind of been not grooming Poe, but you know, getting Poe to become, you know, the next ruler, not ruler, but you know, in charge leader. Leader, yeah, leader of the resistance and i think this is going to be his speech that he's going to give to everyone showing that he's capable of being a leader and something obviously happened i think that you know there's there's obviously an invasion because you see the x-wing of poe blown up in the teaser for the last jedi that was released in uh april excuse me and yeah man Poe's going to go through some hard shit. Hopefully he'll see his best friend Finn and they'll hug it out. Speaking of Finn... Hey! <laughs> Finn looking like the biggest badass ever going up against Phasma. With the big, like, shock stick thingy. That that probably has a name, that weapon, but I don't know what it is. It's like a staff. It's probably some fancy naming staff. Yeah, but it's got... It's a staff, but it's got some sort of, like, electric thing at the top. Electric staff! I don't know. But... God, he looks pissed. But it's awesome. He looks fucking done with everything, and... I knew that him and Phasma were gonna have a little fight because he kind of her her and him teased it recently, and I think yeah you see him ignite the staff because he's calm yeah you see it because I see a gif right now and he's in his imperial costume because he's trying to blend in with the first order and it looks like their ship blowing up in the background maybe they try to infiltrate something or something 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 but man he looks ready for this looks like he's been training for this for a long time or just he has so much anger against phasma that he's ready to blow it all out on her and i hope he wins because even though i really do like phasma we don't really know her that much as a character i didn't read the book and i I haven't heard any astonishing or any uh, mind-blowing things about the book, but have you read it? Yeah. Did you... How would you think of Phasma now after reading it? Um, I mean, basically that I don't really know her any better than I did at the beginning. Yeah, exactly. It's... It's hard. I feel like we're kind of bi- or I'm biased because I know Finn as a character more than Phasma, but then again, if I knew Phasma more as a character, you know, maybe my positions would be switched on who I want to win that battle, even though obviously nah. it's probably going to be Finn, but... Oh, uh, man. We don't see Rose in here, though, which... I mean... I'm not, like, appalled, but... It's not that I don't care, but just all the content in the trailer was really all I needed. There was nothing in there that I thought that we could have lived without. We don't see my boy Hux either. My ginger boy. But, no, we don't see any ginger Hux. I should be him for Halloween. (laughs) Your hair's a little bit longer than his. Dude, I know. I'm trying to think of... I'm still trying to think of Halloween costumes because I'm going to a Halloween party on the 26th or 28th 
I need to come up with something really funny or just something because I'm not that creative and maybe I should be a pork. Oh, that's exactly what I was just going to say. <laughs> Great minds think alike. I don't know how. Maybe I just go to Ikea and just get a bunch of rugs and then put it on me and then I'll be a pork. Paint my face like all like white. Well, I'm already okay, pale as hell. Anyways. Your idea of a porg <laughs> costume sounds goddamn terrifying. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think you of what sound, I really You're like, what you're really going to, like, that is, is that is, you are going to be Cruella de Vil and make a coat out of some porgs. <laughs> Cruella de porg. No, I don't know. But, who knows? Let's well, see. Oh, we see, we see poor little BB-8 being electrocuted. No! Electrocuted BB-8. I wonder if he's okay. We don't see R2 in this trailer, though. Which is sad, because I like I like my little R2. But, yeah. We hear some little beeping. He was in a lot of, like, the promos, like, before the trailer. Like, you kind of saw him rolling around uh, on the TV during the football. During the <laughs> during the football. God. It's more than obvious that I don't watch football that often. I, I do, but just not. Let's see. We see some more, like, space battle stuff. Including, like, a, a, a crash of some sort on some planet. I know that some people out there know which planet this is, or at least suspect what planet it is. I have no idea, because that's not the kind of details that my brain retains. Yeah, we're still in recovery. Instead, it's just a ship, a ship blowing up in a big old flash of red. And then close up on Snoke. Snoke. And he is doing something not good to poor Ray. Yeah, man. He's like force minding the fuck out of her or whatever Kylo tries to do or get inside her head and he's lifting her off yeah. the ground and he's saying like she is like it is like exorcist level of bent over backwards. Fuck. Like screaming. The, you will fulfill your destiny. And then she's just like a noodle. Like a fucking noodle. And then, of course, this Kylo and, and Ray scene to end it, which, I mean, holy crap, what a way to end your trailer. Oh. <sighs> I think that was probably, like, the most surprising thing out of the trailer, seeing that. You know, at first, you know, my initial reaction was, I hate to be one of those people thinking, oh, God, like, maybe something might happen between Ray and Kylo. But then I stopped myself. I'm like, no, no, I'm not one of those fucking people. And then I logically started thinking, they share a bond, maybe because they're both connected in the Force, but yet either they're related or something, related through the Force, or... They both just kind of agree, yo, this shit's fucked up. Do you want to just kind of join to try to stop all this? Because Kylo... Kylo's weak. He's the weakest he's probably ever been since he turned. Because he just got beat by Rey. There's war in the galaxy right now. And he kind of doesn't know what to do. And then this is obviously probably after he tries to kill his mom. So he's probably freaking out over that. Killed his dad recently too. And that's probably a terrible feeling. But uh, my, uh, I'm not okay. I'm but so okay. oh my god! Like, because we we both just were listening to Steele's Colin show because he was doing one. Wow, 
the trailer was airing and then taking calls afterwards. Um, and you should all go and listen to it, which you probably do anyway, but definitely listen to this one when it drops. Oh, yeah. Because it was fun. And I, like, I could barely form sentences when I was talking. At one point, I literally just said, I love Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) Which is true. I mean, partially I'm happy I said that because it made Steel laugh really hard. And making Steel laugh really hard is always amazing because he has, like, possibly the best laugh in the world but that was really about all I could think at that point yeah I agree you know, making Steel laugh that, that's like an achievement making a comedian laugh that hard or just steal that hard is like a pat on the back like you did it like you get your golden star for the day <laughs> like I got my golden star by thing. being stupid <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. also, well, depending on how the show is edited, when you listen to it, you could also hear Steel the first time he took the call before the trailer came, which he normally doesn't take calls like right as the show starts. So this was while I was eating after I had made my peanut butter and jelly sandwich to replace my peanut butter and salsa sandwich. So I had just taken a bite, and then I hear, "Let's go to three, four, seven. <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, fuck!" <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Yeah, hello, Phil. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> God damn it. I was so annoyed. Like, of all the times that I was the first person to call in and for have him actually just take calls right away instead of doing, like, half an hour stuff first. I'm proud. But. I'm a proud parent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I've already embarrassed myself enough on that call-in show, but I keep calling in because it's like crack. <laughs> But it's fine. But no, like what I was saying is, and, and Steele was asking this to people, which is, is there, is there anything that was too much that you wish you hadn't seen? And right now I can't really think of anything. Because I'm still in total excitement, like blissed out new Star Wars trailer mode. Wait, what was the question again? Whether Whether the trailer had showed you something that you wish you hadn't seen. Like, whether it was too... Or there was anything that was, like, too much info that you wish they'd saved for the movie. The only thing that first comes to mind is that confirmation or confrontation between Rey and Snoke. But that's just me trying to find something. Like, I didn't mind seeing that. I think that this was a perfect amount of information in a trailer. Like, I don't know too much about the plot. I still don't know, because Ryan Johnson... Oh, man. I... I'm going to, this sounds like really awful. And I kind of didn't really say this like a couple months ago or when we first started doing the podcast. But when the teaser trailer came out for The Last Jedi, I did not think it was going to be good. I, I was not confident at all. I remember having a conversation with my brother, just like, I don't know what the film direction of this, the direction of the film is going to be. I don't know. Like I was really conflicted and that's kind of why I was leaning towards like Han Solo a little bit more because I was kind of, you know, downplaying this movie. But after seeing this trailer, I I can't believe what I'm about to see soon. I can't believe that all these characters are going to go through so much pain and turmoil and we're going to see Leia for the last time and that's going to be emotional. We're going to see... Kylo and Rey 
in together and seeing them kind of maybe reuniting or uniting together it's it's a lot to handle i'm still i'm done shaking but still i'm so so scatterbrained yeah like at the end of the day like for me this is the last thing i'm watching and i'll watch it a bajillion times but i'm not I'm not going to watch any of the TV spots if I can help it. And I'm and I avoid spoilers like the plague. Mm-hmm. But I mean I feel like there's still so much mystery in this trailer and it got me so excited and the experience of watching it with everybody is is worth it for me. Like it's worth the fact that I go in not maybe not quite as clean as I would ideally like to be. But... And it's dirty. <laughs> yeah, we know that already. Oh! But... <laughs> but no, like, for me, like, it's worth it because it was an experience that I got to share with everybody all together. And so if there's one or two scenes where I end up being like, oh, it would have been cool to see that for the first time in, like, the big screen... Like, I wouldn't have traded it for tonight when I get to be super excited and for the next, like, couple of days where this is all anybody's talking about. Because if I didn't watch this trailer, I would not only have to avoid the trailer, but I also would have to avoid all of our friends talking. I'd have to avoid every podcast. And instead, I get to be excited and watch it with people and be really excited and break it all down and obsess over it for the next two months I can't wait I'm excited I know I was watching the trailer with my brother Rusty and it just Star Wars is just something that just means so much to us and watching the trailer together meant a lot to me and I was really stressing out in class tonight because I was hoping that I would get out early and that I didn't want to miss the trailer but I was happy I did we watched it together and I don't know it's kind of it's like a tradition we have. We all go as a family to see the movies together. Like that's like my thing as a family. And it was really funny because I was I was kind of like on hold on the Colin show for Steel, and for some reason it was he was kind of delayed. And we finished watching the trailer, and then I put my phone back on speaker, and I just hear a bunch of like moaning, because <laughs> when Steel reacts to something, it sounds like a porno. Like I'm not even gonna sugarcoat it. It literally sounds like a porno, and you kind of hear Ash in the background too. So you're hearing a man and a woman kind of moan together. It's like, oh, okay, like porn, cool. No, I'm kidding. But seeing that and seeing everyone's reactions too, it's amazing that we have this community where we all could talk about this because you know when these trailers would come out, I only had like a a handful or not even like a whole handful of like finger like couple people to talk about with us with like I can't talk about this with like my older sister or my parents because they're not into Star Wars that much and you know talking to you and talking to people in the Rogue One Army and Steel it's amazing that we have these people in this community that we can talk to these things with and we can bond over our love for something that makes us feel so happy and so many feelings but I'm going on a really weird tangent it doesn't make a lot of sense and i feel bad that you're editing this but (sighs) that's my weird speech yeah but anyways i love everyone and i'm really happy that we all got to share this with each other because it's wonderful yeah it really is man i really like this trailer and we'll you know we'll talk about it i mean i'm sure it'll come up again in further episodes when we've had a little more time just to just to sit with it but we really wanted just to like 
get our first impressions out there. Oh, yeah. Because it's crazy. And it's an exciting time to be a Star Wars fan. Trailer nights are always good nights. It is, but I'm slowly regretting all the pizza I ate when I was stress, stressing. God, I need to stop doing that. I, like, I eat so much food when I'm stressed. Like, when I used to call in to Steele's call-in shows, like, with, for the very first couple of times, I would get so stressed. Like, I remember one time, like, I ordered a pizza, and I was supposed to share it with my brother, but I accidentally ate the whole thing. I ate the whole fucking pizza because <laughs> I was so fucking nervous to call in for a call-in show that would only last, like, two minutes. Or, I don't know, I, I think that was when I was talking about my casino shit, but I I just, I get so nervous, and I need, I need to stop doing that! I need to be healthy! But... Pizza. But I, it was no pineapples on it. No pineapples. It was pepperoni. Okay. But pineapple sitting right here. My, my son. My little guy. He's been on a lot of my Instagram posts on the, the Canto by Dispatch uh, Instagram. So if you guys aren't following that, you should. Because I post a lot of pineapple. Wearing my nice Beats headphones that I got for free from getting my nice new laptop. And... He's sitting there listening to my podcast. He, he's a good, he's a good son. You know, he listens to my podcast or our podcast, and he cuddles with me at night. He's he's a good little guy. Pineapple, the porn. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, I can't get over that porn. Just. <laughs> oh, like I just want to hug it. Can you do a porn impression? Nope. Why? Don't want to. Why? <laughs> it won't kill you. No want to. It, it, it will only no. make you stronger. <laughs> nah, I'm not gonna do it. You will fulfill your destiny, as Snoke would say. Why would I want to listen to Snoke? Because <laughs> he's the Sith that no one never knew. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I'm not Mike Zero or whoever started that shit. But maybe one day, maybe one day you'll get drunk enough and you'll do a poor impression. But speaking of alcohol, you you recently went to New York Comic Con. I don't know why it has to do with alcohol. My tangents are terrible. But yeah, let us know about your New York Comic Con adventures. Okay, so I went... um I went Friday and Saturday, and Friday got into the con. I'm walking around a little bit, and then I met up with our friend Colleen, who I loved itty bitty bits, and I was Aww. so excited to get to meet her in person finally. Jealous. It was so exciting because we were wondering, like, because I mean the con's packed and really big, so it's really it's hard to find people. So we were <laughs> we were messaging each other, like I was like, "What aisle are you in?" And then I get to the aisle she's in, and then like I'm, I think I'm where you are. I don't see, which is like I'm by the scary razor dude, <laughs> which is okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you've ever been to conventions, you know there's all like the geeky, like exhibits and stuff, but there's also, like just companies that have booths there and like give shit out. So like Geico had a booth there, and like some energy drinks had a booth there, and then like Schick razors had a booth there, but they had a guy. In, like, a giant disposable razor costume. So he's, like, this horrifying razor robot guy with, like, a big razor head. 
and it was <laughs> really scary, but that's how I met Colleen, because she's like, I'm by the big razor, dude. And then we found each other. And it was so good. Um, we just walked around a lot. We got the uh, convention exclusives of the From a Certain Point of View, which has like a really nice cover and cool, like nice paper in the pages and stuff. And it's a really pretty. And I probably should have not splurged and just spent the money on like half as much money on the regular edition. But it was pretty and I was at the con and I wanted to get it because I am an impulse shopper. Uh, we went to the Hallmark booth, and I got, I mean, the, the convention exclusives they had at the Hallmark booth are the same ones pretty much that they had at the other conventions they were at. So they had, like, Ponda Baba and some of the other ones. I got Ponda Baba and some just little cute, these weren't exclusive, but they were pins of C-3PO and R2-D2, but sort of, like, 8-bit, like, old-school Mario kind of drawings. Aww. And then, like, you know, we just sort of walked around and got very tired. <laughs> and we did a dramatic reading of Added Muscle, the Boba Fett story from, from a certain point of view. And it's really, really, really bad. <laughs> Aren't a lot of those stories. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, it's, really, it's still the only one I've read because I just haven't had time to sit down with the whole book. And when I do, like, eventually actually read it, I'm just going to read it start to finish. But at the time, Colleen and I just wanted to read this one. So we had a lot of fun reading that. Um, it's terrible. At one point, the word hick is used. The word hick should never exist in Star Wars. Not a Star Wars expression. Also not a Star Wars expression. And this is, like... I could, like, I was reading this paragraph out loud because we were going back and forth reading them, and I almost couldn't get through it, which is, Mama Fat didn't raise no fool. <laughs> and then the next line is like, well, his mother was a birthing pod, but blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, no. no that's, 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 an, that's an Earth expression that nobody uses anymore, and why did it Star Wars? Uh. Oh, I hate that story. Oh my god, I hate it so much. Like, if it was going to being silly and 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 funny, it totally missed the boat, and it's just dumb. It's so bad. The fact that this person and wrote this... this been, sorry to interrupt. Yeah. The fact that this person wrote this and interpreted Boba Fett like this, that's offensive. Like, I'm offended for every single Boba Fett fan that read this story. Like, I would try... If I was writing a story for this book, I would want to gracefully and intelligently write this character out to be the best person they could possibly be in the Star Wars universe. Not say some bullshit about Fett's back or Fett's here like he's some fuckboy. Like, it's Boba Fett. Like, he's supposed to be this fucking cool bounty hunter and you've diminished his character. Like, like look... I can I can I can understand wanting to go for a humorous story. I just think the tone isn't right. And this has been said a billion times, it is it is a robot chicken sketch. And you can do that in Robot Chicken cuz Robot Chicken is all satire and all parodies. But it seems glaringly out of place on the pages of a short story. But anyway, it was fun to do, and I love Colleen. And if you ever meet Colleen, have her do her Boba Fett impression, because it is surprisingly Southern. Oh, I am so jealous. Colleen is so beautiful and fantastic. And... Oh, oh my God, I love her. I, I love all of you. I, I should have 
transported myself there somehow. Some, I don't know. Hopefully one day we will all meet. Hopefully sometime soon or ish or if but if there's a time machine that I find in the next couple of weeks or months and I hop in it and I'll go to New York to meet you guys and I'll be like yeah. hey yeah I made it be for good. my time machine in New York and you guys are like cool let's hang out and we're like okay we, we go talk about Star Wars and Boba Fett's voice that Colleen does but <laughs> and then we we tried to get into the Lucasfilm book panel and we were like we were like probably like a dozen people too far back in line and the room was full but you know at the end of the day like whatever the the stuff that we learned you know there's going to be a new Thrawn book and some other stuff and that that's fine I can just sort of get that it would have been fun to be in the room but it was okay at that point I was so freaking tired and then Saturday again just walking around met up with Colleen and a couple of her friends who are also super cool um did the last Jedi exhibit. Uh, they had some costumes and some prompts. If you go onto our Twitter, I posted a link to my Facebook uh, post album that I did, which is all the, the photos and video that I took in there because I took a picture of literally everything. There's like some of the Praetorian Guard weapons. There's, like, some cool, like, fighter outfits. There's some neat gun props that I can't identify. There's some amazing, like, helmets. And, uh, like, Finn's backpack from a scene. And it's all, like, it's all, like, real props and costumes. Like, actual stuff that was in the movie. So that was super cool. It's fucking sick. I know the pictures that you're posting looked really cool. I was getting a little jealous looking at all that, but I knew you were having fun, so I was really happy for you. Yeah, it was super fun. And then, like, again, just wandering around the con, doing stuff. Um, I got a couple of Twin Peaks uh, art prints, which I was excited about because I found one person there with Twin Peaks art. Hey! And then that, And then we met up with... The a bunch of Rogue One Army people. Uh, we had originally played like uh, Papa's had told us like, oh, we're all going to meet at this one bar, and then Robo had gotten there early, and he's like, uh, guys, there's a an American Gods event at that bar tonight, <laughs> so there's a line out the door, and we're like, fuck, fuck, fuck. But luckily, there was a pretty quiet bar right across the street, and the the dude on the door. Wearing a Star Wars shirt. Hell yeah. Like a really cool one. It was like a nice like button down shirt with just like this really cool like little Star Wars things all over it. But he was, I think his name was Clint and he was amazing because we were at the bar for like six hours. Um, and it was so much fun. Um, fine got to meet Johnny okay. Grasso. I was so You're excited. telling me like this story, like when you guys first saw each other, just just tell me everything. Like tell me like play by play like meeting Johnny Grasso the Johnny Grasso for the first time <laughs> well like Colleen had already met him of course in um at celebration but like literally my words to him were it's Johnny motherfucking Grasso which it had to be because it's Johnny Grasso. And, you know, like, he just gave me a huge hug. And it was so much fun. Like, to meet him, he was there. And Rabba was there. By the way, um, I got it. We got to say this. We mentioned it in the show notes. But 
uh, Robbo did our new theme song, and we love it so much. Thank you, Rob. It's great. It's it's really great. I'm honored that you would take your t- time out of your day to think about us and to write us a song. <laughs> write us a song, but you make this for us. Like it means a lot. And thank you, Robbo. I know you're probably listening, but thank you so much. It it made my day. You know, listening to you on the Steel Wars call-in show and everything. You're so smart. You just know your Star Wars shit so well, and your call-in show with our it was brought with one with Brian Young and you called in and doing your little acting thing. It was one of my favorite things of all time. And I can't speak. I apologize, but Emily added this to make myself sound better. So <laughs> no, cause this is going to be a quick edit. So a lot of this is staying in cause I'm going to try to get hey! this out as quick as possible. Real words. <laughs> you, you guys all know that I can't speak now. Like it's because of editing that I sound great. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, thank you, Robbo. And yeah, it was fun. And Danny was there. Um, Fernando, who is the nicest guy in the world, such a sweetheart. Oh God. I love him to death. Um, and this is like, I mean, we had talked, we've talked a little bit like in the Rogue Run chat and stuff, but it was really cool to like really be able to sit down and talk to him. He's a really incredibly sweet guy. Um, and then uh, Mike also from Rogue One shows up. Mike. Again, like, just nice. Like, that's the thing that really sticks out to me of all these people that I know. It's just how nice everybody is. Like, it's amazing. Like, I. No, sorry, you go. I'm. Well, no, I'm just saying. It's like. It's just, you know, like, especially like Johnny and Pappas and all these guys, like, you can hear them on podcasts and stuff. And there's always a little bit of bravado and a little bit of, like, podcast like personality shit going on but really they're just super friendly just wonderful amazing people and it was so cool to just sit and and talk to them for hours um i'm normally somebody who has a lot of social anxiety and i'm really bad at like meeting people and so i expected to not uh, feel comfortable but Honestly, like, I felt anxious for maybe about 30 seconds, and then I got a big hug from Johnny, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I totally, this is Johnny. I know Johnny, and I know Robbo, and I know these people, and they're awesome. And it was like, even though I was meeting them in person for the first time, it was more like like meeting up with friends who you haven't seen in a couple of years, you know? Yeah, I was going to say that's exactly how I feel. You know, I social anxiety, like, I, I get that. And I feel like that, too. You know, I get really anxious, like, meeting people for the first time or especially first day. It's like I haven't dated in so long because dating just freaks the fuck out of me. But, no, like, it just – I went to Steele's live show, um, I think, the first one that was – this first one in the U.S. It was in June, I think. And I was so nervous. I was with my friend, and I was shaking really bad and – in walks Dom from San Francisco and he gives me a high five and you know my nerves are just completely calmed and we're talking about Star Wars so then we walk in we see Steel and Steel gives me a big hug and just everyone's just so nice like I was I felt so calm and then I met Rashad and Justin and then Rashad's girlfriend Barbie who's fucking fantastic I love her I love them all just 
it, it makes me feel so much better that in you know, all these people in this community are just so nice. And you know, I'm so nervous meeting all these people because, of course, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, oh, God, like, I hope they like me. I hope they don't think I'm stupid or that I'm annoying or something. I always fear that people think I'm annoying because I am. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But it everyone's just so nice. And I'm 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 so thankful. for I'm so thankful for everyone. No, yeah. I really am. Like, it, it's amazing. I'm so happy I found all you people. Like, it's blessed. It's a blessing. It is. Yeah. Oh, and um, and and Dom from the Star Wars Underworld was there. Who? who, awesome. who oh, I didn't get to talk to you a ton, but I got to talk to him a little bit. He's a nice guy. Um, unfortunately, Rebecca couldn't come out, which was a shame. Um, I'm hoping. I don't know. I'd like to meet up with her at some point. Maybe it all. Maybe I'll take a trip to Philly or something. Cause she's amazing oh, and I yeah. love her, um, and fucking Ollie didn't show up either. Which, fuck you, Ollie. But that's okay. Ollie, what the fuck? We record every week for our Game of Thrones podcast. You show up to that, but you don't show up to motherfucking Comic Con. Like what? No, I'm kidding. But Ollie, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm surprised that Ollie hasn't given me shit yet for all this shit that I tried to start with. Oh, well, I just no, don't I'm think kidding, he's listening. But- I don't think so either. That's why I keep calling him out. That's fine. Like that's fine. It's okay. People will tell. People will tell yeah. him. Richie can tell them. Yeah, good old Richie. Richie's so nice too. Like, I I was talking to him the other night just about some like Disney stuff, and he he's just the, the Richie and Ollie show is just fucking. Have you listened to the newest episode? No, I haven't. I'm behind on all my. Oh, guests. oh my god! Just it's only like an hour long. Listen to it and text me afterwards it, it's a, it's a really interesting episode the title of it is like richie or no ollie needs therapy <laughs> and it, kind of like ollie's going through some shit and you know my thoughts are out to you ollie and R- richie just tries to give out you know richie's just such a kind man he gives like really good advice to ollie and it's like they're two brothers you know talking about their problems and it's like a beautiful therapy session that i'm in and you should you should listen to it. Yeah, it's great. I will. I like it. Richie and I are gonna gonna record some stuff about Star Trek because Ollie's not into Star Trek and Richie really is. So we're gonna we're gonna record a little bit about that at some point. Yeah, same with me and Disney. We're gonna talk about Disney parks, Disney everything, and I'm really fucking excited because. Other than Star Wars, I'm really into Disney. Like, throughout my house is just pictures of my family at Disneyland. Like, I have Mickey Mouse in my backyard. Like, we had, you know how people make, like, rock formations of shit? Yeah. I have one of Mickey Mouse. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yep, that's that's my life. I know, I think I might be going to Disneyland on Friday, so I'll give a nice Disney update of, or if Disneyland is still there, because there's a fire in Anaheim, so... My thoughts are out to everyone in Anaheim dealing with that fire. Because fires suck. I've dealt with a lot of them here in San Diego. I've had to evacuate once and almost another time because of fires in my area. And it's not fun and it sucks. And, yeah, my thoughts are to everyone in Anaheim and and anywhere else where fires are burning up. But, yeah, you said you met Dom from Star Wars Underworld. He's really cool. I met him at that disney thing that i always talk about i'm not even gonna say what it is because our listeners probably know but yeah he's really cool we did a little thing on um one of steel's blog pods and he was really nice and he knew who i was <laughs> he's like oh yeah you're Brittany," and i'm like hey yeah it's nice it's, it's nice people like kind of know you before like they meet you it's like oh yeah you're this person it's like i'm honored that you know my face or that you know me <laughs> but, yeah. oh it was really it was weird to be around people calling me lindo 
because of course like i hear like you know i i see it on on twitter all the time but i mean except for like very occasionally like it'll be like you know the intro to somebody's voicemail or email into the show but it's not something people outside of like our group call me because that you know that came that came from steel and his australianness but so it was very weird australian like it was like, <laughs> like it was a nice weird, but it was very weird. I'm like, oh yeah, like that's what people call me, and people like I know these people, and they know me, and they're excited to see me, and that's a good feeling. It made me all warm and happy. And I hugged Johnny <laughs> about a billion times. Oh, and we oh, I, I want... we so Facetimed jealous. we Facetime Haws. Poor Haas. Why the fuck didn't you FaceTime me? No, I'm kidding. I understand Haas because it's fucking Haas. And well, and also that's, I cannot that's wait the to tradition meet. because last year Mike FaceTimed him at like 3 o'clock in the morning and then, then just like stared at the phone in silence for a couple minutes. <laughs> I remember hearing about that. This was much earlier. This was like probably around like 11 or 12. So it was probably much better. And also I think they had an actual like conversation with some people. But... I can't wait to hear Haas's side of it. I did have an old fashioned in Haas's honor. Aww. And I only like I I only had two drinks like the whole night because I hadn't I hadn't eaten because it's a con and I think I had like a granola bar and some pieces of dried mango that day. I'm like maybe don't keep drinking and that was smart. So I managed to get home in one piece. Yeah, I was going to message everyone and tell them to tell you that your favorite movie is a Phantom Menace and that Jar Jar is your favorite character, but I was like, nah, I'll be nice. <laughs> oh, man. And that you love Jedi braids and mullet hair. And happy accidents in Star Wars. <sighs> Emily's favorite things. I mean, we're not going to talk about the Clone Wars anyway today because we, yeah, we're almost done with this episode no. and we're just not doing any of that shit tonight. But... We- we couldn't anyway because I technically I watched an episode and a half of Clone Wars on Sunday and I could not tell you a single solitary thing about it so I'm gonna have to rewatch. I mean the fact that I watched half of a 20 minute episode of something shows where my mind was on Sunday I was so tired I know uh-huh. Well, I'm glad that you had fun, like, hearing your experience, you know, meeting everyone. Like, I'm so jealous. Like, you know, seeing all the pictures and everything, it, it made me so happy for, you know, everyone that got to meet each other, and you all looked like you were having fun. Like, God, if I was there, I'd be, I, <laughs> in social events like that, I just get really drunk, and I'm just like, because I get, you know, I'm still a little nervous. It's like, meeting everyone's, like, great and exciting, but I still get a little nervous, so I have to have a couple of drinks for me to be like, okay, I'm Brittany now. <laughs> But oh yeah, right. Yeah, um, yeah. There were definitely some pretty fucking drunk people there. Like you wouldn't have been out of place. I'm glad we would have been all drunk together and in harmony. But no, like I think I smiled more in those like six hours than I have in a long time. I had so much fun. I loved it. My Star Wars friends. I love them. I want it to be announced to where. Star Wars Celebration 2019 is because I'm getting Rusty really hyped up because I'm telling him, you know, the idea of all of us, you know, all of us, you know, in the Rogue One Army hanging out together. And because he's in the Rogue One Army chat right now and he's kind of getting to know everyone and he's a good kid. He's not a kid. He's he's almost 20, but 
He's, he's like 12 to me. Hi, Rusty. I know you're listening. He's, he always listens to this during school. So, hi, Rusty. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying your day at school. Bye. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but. Yeah. Oh, man. It, I'm just so happy. Just this trailer just, you know, brought up my mood. I've been feeling kind of weird lately. I don't know. But this trailer definitely lifted up. Lifted up my spirits! No, I don't know what I'm doing. But, but yeah, next week yeah. we'll get back to, like, things like emails and Clone Wars and top three things and other Star Wars news. But nobody wants to hear that this week, and we can't be fucking nope. bothered because we saw a trailer and it was awesome, and we loved it. But if you didn't love it, or you did love it, or you have crazy theories about stuff, you can email us at cantobitepod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at cantobitepod. I am on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. That's at E-F-L-I-N-D. Where are you, Brittany? I am on Twitter as Canto Brit and Instagram as Brittany the Ginger. And we are part of the Radio Free Podcasting Network. If you go to Radio Free Podcasting, if you go to RadioFreePodcasting.com, you can find lots of cool shows. There's going to be lots of Star Wars talk in there because there's a lot of Star Wars shows. But there's also just other cool things that you should check out. Um, so just look there check out everybody we love everybody on that network there's just full of great people talking about all kinds of interesting things but until then like we will see you guys next week bye bye